0: What is helpful to learn when you are growing your podcast? What's good? It's Rob Cressy and welcome to Built for the Game. And what I want to do is share expert lessons from my career in podcasting, having published over a thousand episodes and having a top 2% podcast globally. And the inspiration behind this is I had a business friend slide into my DMs last night saying, Rob, I'm getting the podcast reps in now. Any expert ninja lessons from your career in podcasting would love to learn what's helpful to learn. So the best thing that I can do is not only will I answer his question, I will actually give this to all of you to help you out on your journey. Lesson number one, be a professional. And this doesn't mean that this is the only thing that you do podcasting. This is all about how a professional shows up and executes. So let's break this down even further. Number one, professional equals process. What I want is for you to be able to teach me how you run a podcast from idea to script to structure to your show publishing. Why? Because when you run this enough, with the process, you can teach it to others very easily. And it's how the podcasting side of my business has grown because I did this so often people said, Rob, how are you doing what you do? So whether it's a coaching program or a course or free content that I give away, I just reverse engineer everything that I'm doing. So if you cannot teach to others how you publish your entire show from zero to publishing, you have a hole in your boat because this is what a professional does. Doesn't mean that you have to teach others, but this is sort of your barometer of this is what a professional does. Number two, a professional focuses on the action, not the download numbers. Because the action creates the downloads. And I get it. There's those metrics that say, I want to go from four podcast downloads to 50 to 100 to 1,000 to a million and become Joe Rogan. I get it. But the key to all of that isn't on focusing on the number, it is on your action. And for me, I truly do not care about the downloads because I am more concerned about the action that I take that creates my download numbers or actually the impact that I create because the downloads are just a hollow metric. Yeah, I can give me an idea on how many people are listening, but how long are they signing up for programs or lead magnets or are people sliding in my DMs. There's a lot more metrics than downloads. So focus on the action, not the download numbers. Number three, a professional makes it a priority. And I share this because one of the biggest challenges a lot of people, especially when they're looking to get their podcast launched, and then even in the first year, is they put podcasting on number seven on their power list of things they do every single day. The challenge is they only get to the top five and they go, oh, I just don't have enough time for podcasting. Well, guess what? That's because you're not making it a priority. So when you want to be a professional, this is a priority. Boom, I do this every single week. So when I first started out podcasting, I was like, all right, I am publishing every single week on Wednesdays. That means I'm recording on Monday, I'm editing on Tuesday, and I'm publishing on Wednesday every single week nonstop. And this became a lot easier because I knew exactly when I was going to be doing it. And I knew exactly when I was going to be publishing it. And that made it easier on me. And then there was consistency for my audience as well. And I share this because it's a very simple thing that so many people fail on. All you need to do is put in your calendar the, the time that you're going to be doing this. That's it. Uh, Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m., Done. Oh, I can't go and commit to that. It's like this is the no brainer of the century. And it's the thing that the majority of people fail at blows my mind. And then the next thing, which is sort of a yes into this is consistency is key. So how in the world do you create a top 2% podcast globally? And where I found this data was according to Listen Notes. For any uh, current podcasters, you can go to listennotes.com, type in your podcast, and it'll give you some data about your podcast. I just found this out last week. So how do I believe I created that? Well, this podcast built for the game has been published over 580 times. And one of the things you hear often about podcasting is uh, the metric of how many people give give up after the first three episodes or seven episodes. And whatever that number is, is irrelevant to me because myself and the people that I get down with, we're not doing this and getting out after three or seven episodes. We're built for the game. We're doing this because one, we have a voice and we have something to share with the world because we're going to create a positive impact in others. We're going to grow our businesses. We're going to grow more relationships. So if you're someone who's just at three or seven and you're going to give up, this isn't for you. Because the key in my entire success, and this isn't even just podcasting, this is my entire life, my entire business and entrepreneurial journey over the last decade plus is all about consistency. And I learned this from Weldon Long's book, The Power of Consistency, where he said, you know why most people don't achieve their dreams? because they just don't spend enough time going over them and it makes complete sense because as i'm recording this on february 28th a large majority of the world set new year's resolutions on january 1st the majority of them did not write it down two weeks later man they've totally forgotten about that so there is no awareness whatsoever there is no consistency but the best in the world myself and the people that i get down with We not only write down our goals, we speak our goals on camera, and then every single day, there's a consistency practice. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. The same is true with podcasting, because if you just show up once a week, there's my episode on Wednesday. There's my episode on Wednesday. There's my episode on Wednesday. You get to the end of the year, and Spotify wrapped comes out, and it's like, hey, here's your year in podcasting. You look, and it's like, wow, I did 52 episodes. That is unbelievable. And then you do it the next year. And then you do it the next year. And then you're like me and you look a decade later and you're like, holy smokes, I've published over a thousand episodes. Like Rob, how in the world did you do it? What's your secret for success? And I'm like, actually, it's super easy. I just keep showing up and everybody else just keeps quitting. Oh, and oh, by the way, I absolutely love doing this. It's super fun. So we can add in there. The next level of this is consistency in your process. And this is around intros, outros, everything. That's why uh, I named my program One Perfect Podcast because how do you publish a thousand episodes by doing the same process a thousand times in a row? So when I'm coaching people who want to launch a podcast, I make it super simple as it relates to being a professional with your intros and outros. Let's just say the same thing every single time. Why? Because it creates the consistency, and in the grand scheme of things, uh, what you say for your intro doesn't really matter, but if we want a slight amount of polish, it's, what's good? I'm Rob Cressy, and welcome to Built for the Game. Today's topic, lessons learned to help you along your podcasting journey. And today I'm bringing on my guest, blah, blah, blah. I can say that in my sleep because I've said it apparently 580 times. And then on the intro, and I want to hear from you. Is there something I said today that inspired you or caused you to take action? You can hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, at Rob Cressy. Sending tons of good vibes your way. See, it's very formulaic. I can do this with my eyes closed because there's consistency in the process. And I'm so fanatical about this that it's actually written down in front of me right now on an Evernote sheet. And I can do this with my eyes closed, but it also helps just to see it right there. Boom, nice and easy transition into this. So number one, to recap, be a professional. Because number two, what we're going to talk about, and this is actually a yes and on the uh, consistency in your process, is what I call one take confidence. And this is something that as you... Uh, or a host more, whether you're doing video or you're doing podcasts, you're going to get more comfortable both in your voice, both with a microphone, both with a camera. And there's a confidence inside of me because I've done this so often, just like riding the proverbial bike where you go from training wheels to riding on your own to eventually you can pop wheelies. And the way that I describe this, and I actually teach this, and I have the people that I work with do this, is... I want you to walk off camera, and you have your microphone, like your setup is right here, and then you literally roll and you sit down and you're like, what's good? I'm Rob Cressy, and welcome, Bill, to- and <laughs> I just messed it up. That was my own one take confidence. So let's try this again. You're off camera, you roll on, you're like, what's good? I'm Rob Cressy, and welcome to Bill for the Game. Today's topic, boom, and you can do this unconsciously. And I call it one take confidence because so often we mess up or overthink things in our head of, oh my God, I got to get this right or I got to do this or I got to do this. But when you've run the process so many times, it doesn't matter uh, what is in front of you. You've got this confidence. And for me, I'm the greatest podcast guest because I roll in and I know I'm more prepared, and more polished than the person who's hosting this. And this is no shade on them. This is actually what I bring to the table to make them better. And one of the things that I always say is, just so you know, this is going to be the best podcast you've ever recorded with somebody. And they're like, whoa, that's a really big claim. And I was like, yeah, I know, because that's how I roll in. Well, why? Because I've got this one-take confidence in myself because I understand my process so well that I can do this with my eyes closed. And you can do the same for yourself. So I really want to encourage you to think about your one-take confidence. And yes, part of our process is preparation, where we've got the intro, the outro. We've got three to five bullet points in our script of do, do, do. Here's what I'm talking about. And we're not being so rigid on all of this. But I want you to be so good and so professional in what you do that... When somebody else asks you how you're doing, what you're doing, boom, I can jump here at any t- at any point and be confident in my one take. And this is actually something that's very transferable to uh, when you're creating short form video content. So let's say it's IG stories or something. And of course, I mess up because you just saw it. And I guess that's even the beauty of all of this is I'm completely fallible all of this, which is part of how you get so good at all of this, where boom, you just turn this thing on and you go, because you understand, once again, the action is more important than anything else. So let's get to the next part, which is something that is probably the most requested thing of what people actually want to know. How do you grow your show? So number one, the answer is do everything, because I want you to remove that this is a podcast, because this could be your business. It could be selling Girl Scout cookies. It could be slinging anything that you want. Man, how in the world do I grow my business? How in the world do I sell more Girl Scout cookies? The answer, do everything. Oh, because this is awareness 101. This is marketing 101. So once you understand that it's not just like, oh, we've just got these one or two little secrets that we do, or I got to run paid Facebook ads. No, the answer is do everything. And I'll give some very simple tips that I do. And I call this effortless action because it's action that you can do that once you do it, you actually uh, don't have to do anything else because it's so easy. Number one put your email signature that promotes your podcast. It'll say in the bottom of my email, even though I don't use email almost at all anymore, is uh, listen to the new episode of Built for the Game and I link it to the iTunes. Nice and simple. Therefore, every email that you send at the bottom, boom, somebody has the opportunity to see it. Uh, You can update that every episode if you want, but very nice and simple thing. Number two. And actually, as Tim Grover says in the book, Relentless, everything is labeled number one because everything's most important. And the same is true for this right here, what I'm about to share. The best way that you can grow your show is word of mouth in person. So when someone says, hey, Rob, what's new? You don't go, ah, nothing, man, same old stuff. It goes, what's new? What's new is my podcast. It is completely kicking ass. I just did an episode on Expert-level ninja tips to help people grow their podcast. You have a podcast? You interested in that? You know anybody? Oh, you would love this show. Boom, things like that. Nice and simple because the more that you talk about it, and then you can even say, listen, here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and subscribe. Get on iTunes and do this. Boom, one subscriber at a time. And for me, I come from a bootstrapped entrepreneur background. Where grassroots marketing and guerrilla marketing and doing everything that you can to succeed and get the word out is in the DNA of who I am. When I was building Bacon Sports, uh, I had koozies made and I'd always bring two with me to the bar, one for myself and one to give away. And I would be sitting there with my beer and a koozie and why koozies? is because I've never met somebody with a koozie who wasn't having fun and who's awesome. And then number two, the natural thing is, "Wow, man, you have a koozie. That's awesome. I can't believe you thought of it. And then I just go, Boop, take this off. Here you go, man. This is for you. Oh, that's unbelievable. And then I take the other one out of my pocket and put it back on my drink. And then, of course, if I meet somebody else, I can give it to them. So I understand that the way that you build any brand is one person at a time, one interaction at a time, one relationship at a time. So the key for you in growing your podcast is actually talking to others about your podcast. lot more and you can do that in a very natural and organic way because if you're listening to my show or watching this right now you get down like i get down we are built for the game and part of the game is creating one positive brand interaction at a time and actually this is a great expert level tip that i'm going to give for you on a marketing and branding side of things that is foundational to how i've created everything in my business from a creative and branding side of things number one Everything you do is a reflection of your brand. And number two, everything you do is an opportunity to create a positive brand interaction. So when you think about this and you break this down, you're like, all right, everything I do is, an, is a reflection of my brand. Oh, all the way from my email signature to giving out koozies to uh, live streaming, and we're going to get to this in a second, the podcast episodes that I can help more people to, hey, someone slides into my DM saying, Rob, help me with podcasting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to help everybody, not just give this to one DM. And then, everything you do is an opportunity to create a positive brand interaction. So now you're not mailing in anything. You understand, wow, I could make this better. I could make this better. I could make this better. Because we all know what it's like when you open up your email and there's 10 sales emails from people being like, just checking in, following up, seeing if you saw this. And I'm like, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. Those are lame positive brand interactions. They're not, it's not positive. So now let's start designing positive interactions next one and this is something that once again is number one but is the number one it's the thing that i see the most people have the most unrealized or missed opportunity on and for growing your podcast this is micro episodes and what this means for me is you are doing maybe it's a solo episode that's the easiest way to execute it a one to three to five to seven minute episode. And what is this? This is just a small little nugget, a small vignette about one specific thing that you can help or inspire or impact somebody else on. And I love this because it is short form enough to where, boom, someone can listen to it and get a drip of you. Man, one of the things that I get all the time is Rob, I just I love your energy and I love living in your world. So it's like, well, why would I only give people a thirty-minute podcast episode if people love to hear just a drip of Rob? I'm like, cool. Let me give you three minutes of fire. Boom! Here we are, just like this. And here's where I really learned this. Back in the day, this podcast used to be called the Sports Marketing Huddle, where we talked about all things marketing in the world of sports, and that was actually straight from my intro. And we had a professor, I believe it was from the University of Dubuque in Iowa, who binge listened to our podcast when he was on a road trip. I believe he listened to 20 episodes in a row. And then he shot us an email being like, hey, I love it. And I wanted to thank you for it. Uh, at the time, our episodes were seven to 12 minutes long. And he's like, the reason I listened to all of them is because they were bingeable. And it was the first time in my life I'd heard somebody use the terminology bingeable for a podcast. And what that ended up opening up for us is our podcast got implemented in the course curriculum at three universities as a new way to teach students real-time sports marketing. So all of a sudden, these sports marketing teachers at these universities are saying, listen to the sports marketing huddle because they are talking about real-time stuff. So let's say the Super Bowl just went on. So we would do a recap on the best ads. What do we like? What do we not like? Or maybe Facebook or Instagram has a new thing that's happening. So what are we doing with live streaming or with reels? Things like that. Or Jordan brand. Hey, let's talk about the best of the best in the world. Stuff like that. And once we understood that it's easier to consume short form content, all of a sudden our world went from black and white to color. But everybody is so romantic about their podcast. Not me, Rob. Our episodes are 30 minutes or an hour long because this is what I do. And it's like, cool, dog. Well, there's a reason why TEDx talks are, I believe, 17 or 18 minutes because the average attention span of someone is that in TV shows are 22 minutes with eight minutes of commercials, but I got it. You, you can fill an hour because everybody loves you. And of course there's uh, some hyperbole in what I'm saying, but there's some actual truth in this, because if most people are only listening for 18 minutes and you've got a 45 minute show or an hour long show, 75% of your show or 60% of it's just going to the trash. So instead, let's shrink your focus and say, all right, it's cool if I run a 30-minute episode because this this one right here might end up around that. I think right now I'm at 20 minutes. So with this, what you can then do is say, all right, well, maybe when I'm done recording, I'm going to record an extra vignette, one, three, five, seven minutes long. That's a yes and to what I just talked about. Maybe when you're going about your day and you man, I'm super inspired. I had this insight. Boom, I'm going to get that thing on wax and share it with the world. What this will do is take your once a week show to twice a week. And now all of a sudden, 52 episodes become 104 episodes. And now we're cooking with gas. More opportunities to create positive brain interactions, more opportunities for you to build relationships, more CTAs, more ways to build conversations with you. And then you rinse and repeat this for one year, three years, five years, 10 years. And you look up and you're like, holy smokes, I have one of the top podcasts in the world. So that one, micro episodes, absolute game changer. And then the last one here, the last tip I'm gonna give is actually on what I'm doing right here for anybody watching on video is live streaming your shows. And this is for the video aspect of it. And I don't wanna overcomplicate it because podcasting is originally just an audio medium. And actually, while I say this, one big tip. All a podcast is, is a recorded audio file. So let's drop the romanticism about what this actually has to be. It's just recording yourself and then uploading it as an audio file. But for many of us who there's levels to the game where you go from launching your podcast to getting your first 20 episodes to getting your first 100 episodes, and along the way, you're going to get better and better. And inevitably, they say, Rob, what's the next level of this? And I'm like, all right, well, are you recording this on video? Whether it's Zoom or Ecamm Live or StreamYard or Riverside, Oh, actually, yeah, I would love to do the video aspect of it. Well, if you're doing the video aspect of it, we might as well just be smart marketers and live stream it. Why? Well, one, we've got one take confidence because we know traditionally when we're recording a podcast episode that we're, we're going to do what we do and we're not starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And even if we mess up like I did earlier, it's all good. It's just part of uh, talking in the authentic nature of what we do. So live streaming just allows you to get more organic reach on all the various platforms. So this episode right now, I'm streaming to my personal Facebook page, my built for the game private Facebook group. If you want an invite to it, just slide into my DMs at Rob Cressy. I'll invite you. Uh, I'm streaming this to Twitter and I'm also streaming this to my LinkedIn And I don't care what the results are of it because it is simply an awareness play. It is a, oh, Rob is live, drip. So there's gonna be some people who can pop in for 30 seconds. Some people can pop in for a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes. I'm not expecting anybody to watch 20 minutes of this show live. But once again, it's just gonna be drip 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 there's, there's rob there's rob there's rob there's rob top of mind so when you say how am i leveraging podcasting well this is all about brand building and relationships and growth for your brand so the more you show up the more opportunities and at-bats you have so the majority of the world they're like you know what we're just gonna do one episode a day or a week totally cool that's 52 rob i'm gonna do at least two a weeks so now i'm up to 104 and I'm going to live stream those and all these various platforms. So now it's like, ding, 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 planting these seeds all over the place. And what are the results of that? Listen, sometimes people hit me up being like, Rob, I love watching your live streams on LinkedIn. And actually, here's the real story for this. And we'll wrap the bow on this. I was at Grant Cardone's 10X Growth Conference years ago. And... I'm walking through the concourse and the event's about to start on day one. And some guy comes up to me and he goes, are you Rob Cressy? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I love your LinkedIn lives. And at the time I was doing this exact strategy and I was live streaming often on LinkedIn, these little short vignettes, it's called uh, Wake and Bacon. And in the back of my mind at the time, I was like, is this working? Because there's uh, a silent majority and a vocal minority So oftentimes for many of us, we'll look at our content and say, is this working? And you don't feel like it because you can look and maybe you've got 27 downloads or, or nine downloads or one like and no comments. And you sit there and you're like, is it worth it that I'm doing this? But there's a silent majority and a vocal minority When a random person I did not know went up to me at Grant Cardone's growth conference and said, I love watching your LinkedIn, for the rest of my life, I'm like, I'm all in. I'm sold. This works. I don't need the numbers to tell me that there's things happening that I don't know. So I share this with you because I've lived the power of live streaming, and it's a very simple thing. And oh, by the way, all the social platforms, they want people to spend more time on their site so they will give more organic reach to live streams. So quick recap for you on Expert Ninja Lessons to grow your podcast. Number one, be a professional. Number two, create one take confidence. And number three, growing your show. There's a variety of ways that you can do that. And I'm a champion for you in growing your business and your life together from podcasting to brand building to the internal work, the mindset, your habits, your routines, everything there you want to have a conversation about how we can work together partner uh, some of the programs that i have go to cressycreating.com c-r-e-s-s-y creating.com uh, i've got a link there where you can sign up for a call and we can just jam and say hey what would you love to create in your life and i'll see what are the resources that i have what can i do to be a positive force for you or your team sending tons of good vibes your way hope you have yourself an amazing rest of the day